Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 168, episode 3 of Your Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It is our first uh, episode of the Daily Zeitgeist when Donald Trump is not the president of the United States. Wow. Wow. Um, so no racism is. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To- to- Thank yep. God. Uh, Back to brunch, y'all. B2B. It Stop. is Thursday, January 21st, 2021. Uh, it is... Uh, T minus one day uh, from January 20th, so we can stop counting that Plus down. One. I will delete it from the dock. Uh, we made it. The motherfucker is gone. We will talk about that. Uh, my name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. My tiredness is killing me and I, I must confess, I'm Jack O'B. Jack O'B. When it's not mountain, do I lose my mind? Give me a stein. <laughs> Hit me, Baja, one more blast. That is courtesy of Zamboni Zamboni. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Oh, and it's Miles Gray, a.k.a. I thought we'd be stuck with you forever, but that fascist piece of shit has gone away. It's not hard to say goodbye to this piece of shit. And one more. Well, it seems to me that you spent your life like a giant piece of shit. <laughs> uh, the first one is from me. The second one from Christy Yamaguchi Main. Uh, just had there, there's a lot of good, a lot of good AKs right now. But I just had to. He had a whole verse, but that one hits. You know, <laughs> like a giant piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious, the talented, the very. First face on Mount Zeitmore. She is Jamie Lofton. Let's go. <laughs> That's all I had to say. I did. I was. I lost my shit when Jennifer Lopez screamed, "Let's get loud!" In the middle of this land is your land. Yeah. <laughs> that is the that. Is, it was dope. Was people like, been yes, waiting for go. that Woody was, Guthrie J Lo mashup, and she yeah. delivered it. <laughs> It was, I, was, I was like, wow, this is a girl boss event. <laughs> I, ho- I hope when she did, I was like, is she going to start doing her own shit? Like, I she's know. Gonna, I, I was and like, is she waiting for tonight. <laughs> Whoa. And I'm like, oh, it shit, she's like doing she it. starting a medley of her greatest <laughs> right. hits. Yeah. Right. Don't be fooled by the rice that I got. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm still man. Joey Un- from the block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was some real girl boss shit, but I was laughing my head off. Whew. Yeah. yeah. Times. What a, I'm good, what and a I'm inspired. Knock. I'm going to go get loud. I I'm get I've been getting loud all morning just screaming let's that. Yeah. Let's get loud. <laughs> I was yeah. actually we were, we were a little worried heading into this recording just uh how sunny dealing with everything. Oh, sunny is 
drunk, man. He is fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Sonny started, I was telling Miles off mic, Sonny started icing us at 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> bros icing bros? Yeah. I, yeah, I was like, I was like, wait, my pillow feels weird. I, I it turns out there's three Smirnoff ices underneath Boom. my damn. Pillow. Yeah, Sunny is fucked Caught up. You without Sunny the is blocker. Jamie's dog who is alt right for yeah. uh, new listeners. Yeah, yeah. So he was, he actually, he was dead asleep by the time the inauguration happened at like nine. <laughs> <Just> passed <laughs> out. Well, you gotta be passed out, man. He have that cool. blocker on you. I know it doesn't. It's not a good look to have that blocker on you, but you know. <laughs> it's true. Free the homies that they caught with it. R.I.P. to the homies they caught without it. Uh, Wait, what is the blocker? Because like when you're getting iced, if you have a, if someone tries to ice you and you pull out an ice and you go ah ah ah, then wow. they have to drink too. They have to. Wow. And then and, everyone looks ridiculous. Yeah. And, it's, and, it's like, <laughs> I, I, and look, this will be in the lore that people won't know about. But when I was ice doing. Smirnoff icing in the streets of Tokyo, there were moments where I would have six on me at any given moment because it was getting that aggressive and like shameless. Batman's utility belt. Yes, well, but how did you have them? Well, because it's in Japan, they sell Lucy's of Smirnoff. So okay. you could go to a 7 oh, Eleven wow. and like when That's someone powerful. had their back turned, I would be like, oh, yeah, y'all want to check out that anime store? Like going with like American <laughs> friends, like, yeah, go in there. I'm going to wait out here. I would run down the street to the convenience <laughs> store, buy like nine Smirnoff ices and put in my backpack. And then just like when they come out, be like, oh, yo, I got you something. Bing, 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 bing. It's stupid. And I'm. <laughs> I miss. I, I, I mean, old. anyone under like what, 25 does, does, has never been iced. Yeah. It was the best marketing tactic the devil ever thought of. I miss right. it. Bring I think it, it was back. people like it fucking like break.com or something that initially came up with it as a bit or something and then it like ran away into this thing that people were like, Yes. <laughs> right. Too powerful. It was when I'm... like frat fratty uh marketing like using a frat to market yeah. your products yeah. was like a feasible option. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I just picture Sunny being so like next level where it's like, you know, because when you get when you start next leveling people, shout out to my friend Nick, who taught me about the one where you disconnect the toilet handle. So someone would have to lift the oh. toilet thing to look into the tank <laughs> Wait, to see if the toilet's busted. And you put an ice in there and they're like, and then you just hear someone go, fuck, like in the bathroom. <laughs> That's like the high you chase when you're oh, doing it man. like at another level. I just picture Sunny like being like, I got to go to the bathroom. And he just shits out of smearing off ice. And it's like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I guess anyway. you've been iced. <laughs> so yeah, Sonny was uh, icing us all morning. Um, and yeah, uh, you know, he he said some things that I'd rather not repeat. But but he was very <laughs> he was very drunk. Good, wow. Good. Yeah. Uh, do they yeah. still smell? Do they still smell Smirnoff? Smir- no. Do they still sell Smirnoff ice? Is oh that yeah. Still a product? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I still that. try to ice. Well, back when we could see people, I used to try to ice Caitlin, but she didn't. She doesn't. <laughs> She doesn't she do the... drink it. She just says, no. <laughs> right, right. That's yeah, the best when you, you try and ice them and they don't know what the fuck you're talking about or are not interested and you just feel like such a piece of shit. <laughs> so weird having to having to be like, oh, so it's this thing where I hide it and then you have to drink the whole thing in front of me because I said so. And, and you have to get like, on one no. knee. You got to get on one knee. When yeah, you, you also have to right. bow before me as you do um, it. No. Um, very chill. Very oh, I don't have to do we any of that, actually. Jamie. What do you <laughs> Okay, all right, all right. That's fine. All right. Uh, what a way to begin our first post-Trump record. Uh, Listen, let's get loud, folks. Let's get loud. <laughs> let's get loud. Uh, she 
said it. I felt it. Let's get loud. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm I'm gonna smoke that loud, J Lo. Mm. I heard you smoke that, smoking on that Trump smoke pack later. That loud. Uh, all right, Jamie. We're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're gonna tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about. We will give brief impressions of the inauguration. We know it was yesterday for y'all. Uh, we're still, you know, living through the the day of. So we'll talk about that. We'll say peace out to uh, the the past president. Uh, we'll talk about his bills. Bills are coming due for Donald bills. Trump. Yeah. Um, How about those bills, huh? I, <laughs> I was two screening the inauguration with just a main line of QAnon people realizing that uh, Biden hadn't been arrested yet and noon was approaching and then had passed. Uh, so we'll talk about that and just generally how there seems to be a flagging of enthusiasm on the right. Um, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the kick game on display at the inauguration. Joe Exotic getting fucked over. Uh, oh. Just the latest person to get fucked over by Trump. And we will uh, talk about Army Hammer. Uh, we will have super producer Anna Hosnier on to discuss uh, all yeah. of that, plenty more. But first, Jamie, we like to ask our guest what's something from your search history that's revealing about who you are. Ooh, uh, I've been doing a lot of searches. Uh, so just let me know which search jumps out to you. I learned that uh, <laughs> there is uh, an actual saint uh, for mental illness, which I thought was really cool. I didn't know she existed. Her name's Saint Dymphna. And if you Google her, she's real pretty. Uh, wow. I found out that one From of the guys. From what time period? Like, where's her? Ooh, when does she, when did she get her her miracles on? That's a good question. Let me see. I just know she's a, a gorgeous Saint Dymphna. Dymphna they're was early recorded 80s. in the Damn. yeah thirteenth okay. century. Uh, ah, yeah. Okay. Shout so, out to her. So there you go. She was murdered by her father, which brings me to my next my next Google search. Uh, Marvin Gaye, is, how'd he die? <laughs> <laughs> which is the guy who helped make Tetris that murdered his family. I watched this long-ass YouTube video about the making of Tetris because my algorithm is just fucked. <laughs> like, I, it was like an hour and a half long. It was really good, but it was like the history of Tetris. And, and so I just watched the whole thing. And at the end, like they don't talk about the guy who murdered his family Um during the video but at the end they just do like the where are they now and it's like <laughs> this guy went on to work at this video game company oh. this guy went on to work at this video game company this guy killed his entire family <laughs> oh, <laughs> this no. guy went on to work at nintendo and i was like hold on and it was like three in the morning so wait I is this a, that. a russian like one of the russian guys who made it or one of the americans yes. oh a man, wow a, a man named vladimir puk pukilko um, it's very boy. sad. It's extreme. Like I'm not trying to make light of it. It was no. just very jarring to see at the yeah. end of a pretty it's lighthearted a hour and a half there. video about Tetris. Did the YouTube documentary also use the rules of three to have that be the third update, just for it to hit <laughs> as hard as your presentation, or was that your own comedic taste that you used <laughs> that, for that? That was mwah. that was my own uh, little it, yeah. flourish. Love uh, when they but use yeah, seasoning. I uh, I I don't. It's very sad, but it was just it it woke me right the fuck up at yeah, three a.m. when it. I was finishing this YouTube video, and then uh, I was googling. I'm I've been really homesick uh, recently, and so I was looking up uh, local business drama in my area. There's a 
So um, the best, the best, well, not the best. I mean, it's, it's, this is all upsetting. Like inter-business um, drama or like consumer beefs with the businesses? There's just always, I feel like I, it happens everywhere, but okay. in the Boston ones always really make me laugh of just like weird small business drama. And the best one, there's like, this is a pretty well-known one at this point, but the Cat Cafe in Boston that was like run by a woman who didn't care about cats and was like there. Uh, so I Googled Cat Cafe Drama Boston, and that brings you to a slew of incredible um, short histories of just uh, it was just a local Massachusetts woman who wanted to start a cat cafe. But guess what? She didn't know how to take care of cats. Uh, cat lovers immediately got angry at her, but she just continued to double down. And it was just like real New England mom on Facebook energy where she would post these like screeds from the cat cafe page being like everyone who thinks I don't know how to take care of a cat is a hater. And like just this, <laughs> it was and it went on for years and years. Is a and, vet. <laughs> right. Right. When it's like all these people she was working with were like, you should it be running a business about cats? Uh, and, and so it went on for years. My brother used to live near the cat cafe, so I relived that drama. And then also the puppet theater I used to work at in Boston was embezzled from by its own managing director. So I was oh. catching up on that drama. There's just... Oh, my my cert, I'm I don't know. My algorithm is, is fucked for life What a mix point, of good and bad news you just hit us with. There's mm. a lot going on, yeah. on on my Google page. How much can you embezzle out of a puppet theater? Uh, all of it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> like, is there a dollar amount Hundreds. attached to what had happened? Or? No, they. It was kept pretty quiet. It was. I was. I don't know why. I. I was just like on one, and I like contacted all my Boston <laughs> media contacts to be like, why aren't people reporting on the puppet embezzlement? Um, <laughs> and then I did a bunch of. This is like a month ago. But I did a ton of research. I sent it to my friend, and she was like, um, I'll see what we can do. But it's uh, <laughs> Look, the, the dots are just there waiting to be connected. You just got to right. go through it. Here it is. I'm just like, what kind of person do you need to be to embezzle from a fucking independently run nonprofit puppet theater? That's the worst like, fucking kind. I feel like you've got to be a bad guy in a Muppets movie. Like that's I, the sort of yeah. <laughs> that's the premise only of most Muppets would embezzle from a puppet. Right. I was so upset about it, and I was like, "People in Boston should be so mad that people stole from, someone stole from a puppet theater." But it was like someone at the top was just like taking money out of the out of the cash box. Like, I, what was your connection to the puppet theater? Just like one you went to, or were you, you involved? To, <laughs> well, she used to. I used to from work. It. I used to work there. I interned there in college, and then nice. I, I worked there for a little bit. It's a great puppet theater. It seems like they're going to be okay. But there was, I, I got Good. like, I, I'm still on their email list. And like a, a month and a half ago, they sent out this wild email that was just like an update on the embezzlement scandal. I was like, oh, because usually <laughs> it's like, great. do you want to watch shadow puppets on Zoom? And I'm like, no. But um, so there's, you know, just a little, a little bit of local drama to make me feel closer to home. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what is something you think is underrated? Um, Chromatica Oreos? Has anyone? I feel like have have you talked about Chromatica Pink Oreos? Pink and green. Uh, we have not. No, but I've noticed how you're steady been posting some just wonderful snack foods on your social media. Uh, yeah. to the point where I'm like, okay, it's 
this is becoming aficionado levels of like, <laughs> trash food that she's like picking up. So is it just the color? Is there something new? What's what's going on with Chromatica? I'm just surprised that more people weren't talking about Chromatica Oreos because it's a ridiculous premise. If you don't know what Chromatica Oreos are, they're Oreo tie-ins to Lady Gaga's album that came out a year ago. <laughs> oh, shit, uh, okay. Really unclear why these exist. But she announced like last month, it was also a really funny announcement video because she posted on Twitter a video of her like fully lying down, giving it 2%, being like, by the way, Chromatica Oreos are coming out soon. And everyone was like, hold on. What? Oh, wow. This vi- you're not lying. This screen cap <laughs> is her laying on a bed like this. <laughs> Like horizontal. A massage or something. And then she's like, yeah, guys, check this out. I don't know. I'm laying down. I'm she's got to hey, save up know. her Someone energy to be the most extra person. Yes. <laughs> most extra person of all time at, at an inauguration or just anywhere in public. Um, but there was, I, I really wanted, but then it was like she, she announced them and then no Chromatica Oreos for a long time. And I was like, I feel like I've, I follow the people on Twitter who would have found them right and then finally we found chromatica oreos got six packs of chromatica oreos and now they're just gone they're done right they're lost to time Damn. wait so they're all gonna... gone they didn't come they didn't hit shelves because i was actually yeah. listening to who weekly and they were yes. saying yes they were they... saying that like they are on a slow drip where they're they released like the small individual sized and then pretty soon it's going boxes? to be yeah they're going to release you, boxes what do you have the God, silver pack so. or the pink pack that's i have i mean the silver like the six six cookies the silver sleeves. yeah so we oh, we went to so we went sorry. to 7-eleven and we cleared them out of chromatica <laughs> oreos which <laughs> was day. fucked up we but then once their display was gone it was just gone because we i was going to go back and be like what's going on with the chromatica oreos display could i take it off your hands um, but it was already gone. So yeah. I'm glad to I'm glad to hear that they are coming back because they were good. I think that they were just like golden Oreos that were dyed yeah, just, pink. Right. Right. Uh, but they have and then it has this little um I think they talked about this on Who Weekly too. They they have like a little QR code that you scan and then you can make Lady Gaga say a message to you. Hell yeah. And the messages they, they played on Who Weekly were like, uh, you can do anything. Like, or There's, people say things are impossible, but they're not. Um, everyone, ha- yeah, mine was mine was kindness rules all. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank yeah. you, Lady Gaga Chromatica Oreos. That her pink pack, um, 20 bucks is the cheapest I'm seeing it on eBay. What right the now. fuck? Wow. Who, yeah. And also Oreos on eBay. That's a lot. That's a new level. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm there. <laughs> I hope that your children, grandchildren go like, what's all, what's all this stuff in your closet? Grandma, it's these stuffed bears and Lady Gaga Oreos. Like, they're <laughs> supposed to pay for your college. <laughs> <laughs> this is my Beanie Babies. Oh, I'm seeing the, the pink pack. Wow. 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 People are really selling their Chromatica Oreos on it's a hot market. I'm telling you, the reseller market, the resellers fucking the, every game up. $5? Every game is fucked up because of reselling. You know? Wow. What happened to fans wow. just having the shit because they loved it? I did That's save right. all of my wrappers. We just put them in a drawer. But you, you did eat know? them. You, we, uh, you didn't yeah, I just, ate them. Okay. Good. I ate every okay, single good. Chromatica Oreo, and I had like 40. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the lyrics from that Faith Hill song, right? Eat every single... Chromatica <laughs> Oreo. Don't just say it. Um, what is something you think is overrated? Uh, okay, this is an inauguration-related one. Uh, I don't... I think it's overrated when there are these 
events where there would normally be people and then there's not people. So they just put little items where the people would normally be. I don't right. like it, uh, especially when they did it with the flags. It made it 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 was really bleak. I'm like, this looks like a, yeah, like, a memorial. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a memorial, like in a way that it's like ugh. the it's not it's not the funniest one. I just thought that was like a little like it was just bizarre to keep cutting to like a field full of flags. Right, um, two hundred thousand yeah. flags, isn't it? Yeah, I'm like, first of all, like, can we use that money for literally anything else, and then just not have that shot? I, it was and all then, left over from like Melania's public events. I think. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, just I, the, we got a bunch I'm of like, flags, man. How do we? That was so. That was. Uh, I don't like it. But the funniest one. Um, I was watching the the New Year's the Times Square New Year's Eve coverage a couple of weeks ago, and were were either of you watching it? Uh, I watched no. I watched one that was like a live stream at nine o'clock Pacific time, but I didn't. There was so there the Times Square. It was I mean it was obviously dystopian, but it was sponsored completely by um, Planet Fitness for some what? reason. It was like New Year's <laughs> Eve brought to you by Planet Fitness, Ugh. and where and where the people were, they had Planet Fitness wacky inflatable arm guys just going all night. It was what. So I really That's don't. I, I that was it. the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. But I just think it's a weird. I'm like, we know that there's not people there. I, you're not tricking me into being like, <laughs> right. wow, what a full inauguration. Damn, wow, they get Times in? Square is packed right now. <laughs> also, what a misguided. What a misguided sponsorship. That's like, yeah, that's the thing that you worry about the morning after New Year's Eve. That's don't, some, yeah, that's someone like who having literally... like Christmas tree cleanup themed Christmas decorations. It's like, right. that's not what we're here for. Also, yeah, it's it... like, uh, no one should be going to fucking Planet Fitness right now, anyways. Like, what are we? Oh, uh, it was really funny though. Someone, I, I'll send yeah. you a picture. Someone in the C-suite at Planet Fitness was probably like, look, dude, Joe Biden's going to be president. The pandemic's going to finally end and people are going to be <laughs> flooding back into gyms. We got to get ahead of it Thank and get you. our name out there on New Year's because, you know, the resolutions. That's when we do our business. And with Biden in office, it's going to be like a light switch, boys. I'm telling you. <laughs> like, I think there's some it's so aggressively misguided, like to your point of. Yeah. I mean, I guess some states, yeah, like they are, they're a little bit more relaxed because the situation might not be as dire. So people can patronize a gym or go to a gym. But like, shit, from my, from out here, I'm like, <laughs> can't even fucking I, go outside. Tell you who was more yeah. relaxed was Garth Brooks at the inauguration, just walking around God. without a mask on, just fucking talking right at the president's face like a. Yeah, like a Trump, just a bringing a little piece of Americans who refuse to wear masks to uh to the inauguration. Yes, everyone. Was what well a wild energy there when he was trying to make that thing happen. What was, when he was like, "All right, sing, like, All right with me. sing with it me." Sounded, it sounded like a Vic Berger video. It was sounded so <laughs> like <laughs> just like you could hear his like mouth sounds. Yeah. Like you could just hear his lips smacking together. You're like, "Sir, it's Take a, a nice idea, but it's not right. working." Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not going to lie. I, I started singing it. I was like, oh, I did you too. Did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, that feels right. This feels right. And then I was like, <laughs> their master was like, what are, you, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> You're I'm, singing with Garth Brooks. You want I'm a sunny not. side egg or what? <laughs> okay. Um, That was a bad, an objectively bad performance of Amazing Grace. Like, but I, I can think of, I think like, at 40% of the U.S. population would have done a better job. But my four-year-old was like, can you put this song on my 
uh, playlist because I think Ooh. like it, hearing someone who is bad, <laughs> who is like a mediocre singer sing it, you really like it, it shows off the quality of the song for some reason. Yeah. Um, wow. like, anyone, hey, anyone can get That's down with this nice. one. Yeah. There was a bright side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My kids it's also thought I was like, "Come, come look at the new president," and they heard, uh, "Come look at the new present," and they thought they were getting a present, and so uh, most of the inauguration was a bit of a meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. And should we give just a few of our inaugural impressions? Uh, well, yeah. All right, you go first. Who are you going to do an impression of? No. Uh, that I, was a bad I, dad I joke. Was like, I was dad like, I was like, dad joke. <laughs> Come on uh, in. <laughs> uh, what, what were you guys' thoughts? It was fine. I don't know. I'm. I. I think the, to me, I was just like, oh, I'm glad he said white supremacy. The words yes. out loud. Uh, I don't think I don't think a president's ever said that, especially yeah. during an inauguration. So, uh, cool. But it's more like you know, it just I don't know. I'm I was trying to take the moment for what it was like, truly, just to you know, I I wasn't really able to relax after the election because right. I'm like I don't know because you know because of everything that fucking went down in between right. then and today. Um, and I was like, until I see this motherfucker truly just turn into a tiny dot on a plane and vanish into the sky, I'm like, I don't know what to feel. So aside from like my immediate worry for the future of the country, I tried to just let it be a pleasant moment where there was trying to be some sense of like order again in terms of like how this this thing worked over there in DC. So that was, I think more than anything, I was just like the, the energy I was taking in more than like the individual uh, details for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I felt a relief when it hit noon and Biden didn't get arrested by Q and the QAnon people were real fired up, but also that was when Trump no longer had access to the nuclear codes. Yeah. So I was, yeah. that, you see the video where they were walking the football in? No, I no that's when, I'm not lying. That was truly the moment I was like, oh, my God. OK, There's, I just oh, there like it is. there it is. Yeah. Just the Got time changing on my on my phone was like, yes, OK, we can yeah. breathe a sigh of relief. Yeah. Um, and then begin to inhale a breath of air to <laughs> like making sure <laughs> this guy delivers on a lot of the shit that he promised people. But yeah, yeah. in the moment, it felt nice. And Amanda Gorman, shout out to her. Poet Lord. Oh my God. Yeah. She she's very incredible. Young. She's a star, is what I said when she came. <laughs> she was telling her presence, that energy. Though, that yeah. girl's going places. She's she a, is a star. star. Look at Kids, this. You one. should watch her. She's a kid too. Look at her. You can, <laughs> this can be you. Yeah. I did think she was younger she was than she is. I was like, this child has more presence than anybody else, but she's 22. But. I got very nervous when I saw Bill Clinton talking to her alone yes, afterwards. I please. was like, can we no. like take note, <laughs> shut it down? You didn't see the Secret Service guy tackle her? They're like, they're like, get down, get him out of here. <laughs> yeah, there was a Why? whole, the, the, just seeing, it was also just weird to see like the, the passage of time that had occurred because I vividly remember watching the inauguration four years ago in my underwear and it was raining in yeah. LA and I was like Jesus fucked up here we go 
and yeah. that American carnage fucking speech he gave. And it was like, yeah, that, I don't know. Like then to realize that, that we had gotten past it and, but all the damage that was done, I don't know. It was, it was, it was a lot of, it was just very surreal. I think to see it all happen. Yeah. 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 Definitely some relief and then other stuff that's just like, God damn it. There's so much to do. <laughs> like, and there's so much to like hold yeah. to account. That's why I think it's important to like treat this at least one day. Uh, yeah. you know, as we record this, it's still inauguration day, but like just to fucking remember, like, okay, that that actually we can punctuate the end of that administration. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and like feel the relief of that. And then still just be like, okay, but now, you know, keep the strength up to not just completely go back to normal. Cause the media is like love. They're starting to act like it's fucking Ooh. 2011 again. Like the way this they're talking narrative. And shit. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're like, whew, glad that was over. Like, yeah. Right. They're, yeah. That, no back to brunch. I mean, it goes without saying that, like, that is garbage, but, yeah. you know, it's a good week to join your local tenants union. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the, but, uh, yeah, I know. We've been talking about just overall, like the the idea that, or I've been talking about this, uh, the the idea that the presidency is sort of a blend of um, the monarchy and actually like having power to end the world, uh, and that was man, they they really like just the way that all the pomp and circumstance that goes into that, like the it really like drives it home. The God ordained like religious yeah. nature of Let the office. Let me pray on a Gutenberg Bible. Right. Fuck. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, the, the political theater is a bit much, you know, especially in a year that's been all political theater right. and like bad community political yeah. theater. I was kind of bummed out and not like bummed, like, cause I'm like, oh, the sanctity is gone. But like, truly, Trump just took such a dump on the idea of what this thing is that like, mm-hmm. it kind of helped like wash away any magic or mystery that I was sort of like, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, here we go with the fancy fanfare and all this other stuff that it, for whatever reason, like, I just became more cynical looking at it yeah. or just have the feeling of like, it's, comp- it's the value has been diminished to the point where it looks like meaningless. I liked Bernie. Yeah. I feel like Bernie Sanders's vibe was the most <laughs> appropriate of anyone up there looking like he just came from a Burlington coat factory just with some, yeah, he had mittens on. I I am also knit by like a teacher in Vermont who like yeah, sells them. Yeah. Super dope. And Ugh. the all the other presidents had on those like OJ Isotoner uh black <laughs> <Yeah>. leather gloves <laughs> that yeah. I'm always How did those last? How are they still like the de facto cold weather glove for people? Uh I, Are they comfortable? I've never worn leather gloves. I Oh, you they, simply you know must so try funny. them. My my mom got like a promo pair for some movie because she always gets all this like stuff like from junkets. Whoa. And I, I hold on, I, I have a pair. That's a sinister thing to send someone a pair of leather know, gloves. Was, it was for was it for the People versus OJ Simpson? No, it's for this TV show Fargo. <laughs> oh, okay, oh my God. yeah. No, they are crime. Oh, they're gl- okay. they're perfect gloves. Does that make for sense? Crime for Fargo. Yeah. That does, but like, that does make sense. I remember yeah. seeing them. Like, what is this for? People versus OJ, obviously. But yo, these shits are. I mean, it's not like they're, they're leather on the inside. They're just like fleece lined. So yeah, but they're That's for nice. when when I wear them, I feel like a cop or something, and I don't like. I'm like, nah, give me the mittens. 
Give me the some. aesthetic is weird. I liked I liked Bernie's mittens. I like that he brought an envelope with him. He was like, I'm going back to work right after this. <laughs> yeah. like, He's like, wrap this up. The post, I'm pretty sure the last pickup point for this mailbox is in about 30 minutes. <laughs> and shout out to social media. We we give social media a lot of shit for uh, bringing about the dissolution of society. But uh, the Photoshop game with uh, of Photoshopping Bernie into various like onto the New York City subway, onto various places oh, wow. that he looked appropriate for was in full effect and well done. Hell yeah. Uh, all right, let's say uh, peace out to that piece of shit um, yeah. who, who just left office and just kind of get our heads around, you know, where he where he's at because he wasn't at the inauguration, which no. was nice. Thank God. No. Thank God. Yeah. Well, um, he read the room. Yeah. <laughs> and got the it was, out I of didn't, here. I didn't realize how I like how glaring his absence would be um, after. I don't know. I was just like, oh, you really do notice when every other living president is sitting there and the worst person on Earth is is not sitting there. Right. Yeah. Wild and shit. Biden acknowledged like and Jimmy Carter can't be here. but Because but, he's uh, 900 years old. Understood. Right. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but but he yeah. did not acknowledge that he did. Shout out Mike Pence, but yeah, and that salty, and that Trump. salty punk God. motherfucker you worked with. I I forget his name, but he's not <laughs> here. But it yeah, was he satisfying seeing Pence, uh, Pence get in the suburban and go away. That was yeah. nice. Yeah, I didn't even nice. wake up to watch the Trump like get the fuck out of here fest. I mean, I just saw a couple pictures, and I'm not really interested in give or give a fuck about what he said because peace the fuck out. Uh, yeah. But I know that at the very least he did vow to return. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that was coming along with that is that, you know, he's also been talking about splitting off third party talk now, making the Patriot Party and wow. really taking his little fucking misinform misinformed humanoid toys of supporters and making his own little thing. So that'll be interesting because that would be, look, a split GOP, whatever movement. Uh, great. Figured, like, I'd, I'd love to see them try and unify against anything, but who knows? I mean, they're, but they're more alike than they are dissimilar. So at the end of the day, it's more just like oh, the GOP just wasn't outwardly racist enough for Trump. Yeah. That'd so, be... I, am now, I now have like a visceral reaction to when anyone uses the word unity. I'm like, hmm, sounds mm, like something disingenuous is on the way. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. Let's yeah. unify with fascists. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, if if that does happen, that also opens it up for actual progressives to break off yeah. from the Democratic Party, which would be uh, yeah, and then it'd be like, oh, now direction. what you gonna do? Because now we got y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but so you know, he's down in Florida now, uh, and he's you know the new reality uh, that he's dealing with is setting in for him. Uh, You'd One thing so. that's going to hit, well, it, yeah, you'd hope so. I mean, it kind of has to because he's facing legal challenges and financially he's kind of fucked, right? Oh, yeah. I think yeah. golf courses are just been fucked by the pandemic. Um, and basically anything that has the word Trump on it is just toxic and going into a death spiral. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like the the places that were making money throughout, you know, despite his brand toxicity and all that was Bedminster in New Jersey. Uh, and Mar-a-Lago and the Trump Hotel in D.C. because they were sort of like these places where everyone would be like, oh, dude, if you hang out around there, like there's a chance you'll intersect with someone in the administration. And that's yeah. like where the right. power brokering was happening. But now that that shit's poof, 
Like they're like they're like, oh fuck that. Like that might as well just be an abandoned like fucking Halloween store or some shit. So mm-hmm. now and see all these problems were before he tried to skull fuck the Capitol with the insurrection. So on top of that, there's all this other fallout. So his 40 Wall Street property tenants are just fleeing. Girl Scouts of America are gone. The PGA is like, dude, we're we're not doing anything with you at any of your golf courses. The city of New York's terminating all kinds of like contracts with him. Um, mm-hmm. And and more than anything, it's the fact that he has no banks that will actually help him. Like his biggest creditor, Deutsche Bank, who does literally business with anyone, fucking right. terrorists, narco trafficker, whatever the fuck, anything. They're like, we don't give a fuck. If you can be clever with it, we'll turn the other way. They're like, sorry, um, we can't really lend to you anymore. And right now he's got about half billion dollars in bills. Okay, to two lenders. Most of it is owed to Deutsche Bank. And, you know, he these these loans are guaranteed by by Trump himself. Meaning his personal assets could be at stake if he defaults. Right. Um, So you love to see it. You love to see it. (laughs) I yeah. yeah, I mean, Deutsche Bank uh, dropping out on him. I mean, I'm I'm glad I honestly wasn't sure if that was ever going to happen because they've been in business for so long at this point. This is that was beautiful. That was yeah. beautiful to see. Yeah. The thing that I think is weird, right, because he only they, they estimate he's got maybe what, 150 million in cash. So to yeah. make up to that other 350, that's going to require a fire sale or some other dark shit. I don't know. Right. Like if that means right. monetizing your knowledge of, you know, being in office and trying to sell that to people or He's whatever the fuck that means. Count on the I'm, goodwill goodwill of Vladimir Putin to I can't like, imagine you'd think this if he thought the wires were tapped at Trump Tower oh, in yeah. the twenty fifteen. Right. I can't imagine that bro, I don't think he can even fart without fucking three feds like listening to that <laughs> shit. So I'm hoping for him like a uh, LBJ style ex presidency. LBJ, like the day he left the office, uh, was like, All right, I'm gonna start smoking again. I'm gonna start drinking heavily and was like gone in, you know, a couple of years, just like couldn't couldn't hack it. And like when you see pictures of him, he has like long like a, a mullet and like long fingernails and was just like Ooh. completely oh, fell apart uh, fingernails yeah um yeah. the other thing just, though i just to dunk on him one last time you know because i think we need <laughs> sure. to dunk on this fucking shitty fucking guy as many times as possible yeah. um is his legal troubles let's not forget the legal shit he's facing Ooh, yeah new york it's ugly the New yeah, York Attorney General, Manhattan DA, they're all looking into the Trump administration um, or the Trump organization for tax shit. The Manhattan DA is building a criminal case around that. Uh-oh, that's not pardonable. Um, he also has def- all the defamation lawsuits from the sexual assaults he's uh, been accused of. Let's not mm-hmm. forget all of that shit that he doesn't have the henchmen, the agents of fuckery to delay this shit anymore. Like he's just a regular violating piece of shit now and he's mm-hmm. exposed. On top of that, the Washington, D.C. attorney general is looking into stuff around the inaugural committee and all the financial shit that was going on there. Then the attack on the Capitol. Right. Okay. Like that is another thing. The fucking Dominion voting machine stuff. Dominion suing him or the Dominion suing Sidney Powell for a billion dollars. Yeah. So he is uh, proper fucked, I think is the word, by all traditional measures. 
And you know what? I, I will say this. Like, I hope there is justice or whatever. At the very least, him doing a My Pillow infomercial where he plays Vanna White to Mike Lindell, Pat Sajak. <laughs> Um, right. Where he's like, <laughs> it would be so fitting that he becomes second fiddle to somebody, right? <laughs> just to do commercials or some shit. But I feel but like he'll probably real, try to do his own kind of shitty masterclass thing, you know? Like he'll oh, try to pull sure. one of those to be like, "How did I like?" Because he's done that five hundred times, and now he's got this whole other like level of evil clout to right. Um, God, so, if you you're know, getting maybe a how to destroy the world masterclass, you know, things are on the table. Yeah. People have been so, you know, like they fell for his Trump University. There was like a guy, there was an article in, in Reuters at AP about someone who was grifted by a guy Trump pardoned who like, he's like, but I support the president and he pardoned the guy who took my life savings. No. They're like, uh-huh. And? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, there does seem to be, you know, obviously, like like we were mentioning up top, like America full of systemic racism, passive status quo, white supremacy. None of that is changing without the hard, brutal work. You know, that's the yeah. status quo. It takes pain to make that change. But in terms of like the the racists who felt empowered and like legitimized by the Trump presidency, there does seem like there's like an a uh, very immediate reaction of either crawling back in their holes or, or being like, but what, what, what happened? Like there, you know, there's right. still the people we, we talked about how Q isn't going anywhere. QAnon isn't going anywhere, but there are mm. like a lot of posts from people in the Q forums who are like, I mean, there's legitimately a post that says, huh, I guess we were wrong. Like there. The guy says, "Fuck this sham! I want to puke!" Like it just—I <laughs> couldn't, I couldn't stop reading these screen caps from Q yeah. forums of people. Where's the damn like, storm? Yeah. What happened? Right. Why didn't the plan work? The number because... one post on the QAnon, like what their version of Reddit, is just a uh, guys question mark. That's like, beautiful. <laughs> I mean. If I, it's also nice to see or like kind of heartening to see that deplatforming really like it really does yeah. do something to to properly deplatform. And it's like it's still I'll never get over how long it took um, all the social media billionaires to deplatform Trump. But it's like had an immediate effect. Yeah, it um, really has. It's and it's I mean, didn't what's his name? Um, Watkins made a post as well. Who's Watkins? The uh, Ron Watkins, the guy oh, right. who people the guy say is Q. Is Q, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was just like, well, the, what, like well, the, the vibe of the post was like, QAnon was, was it was more about the friends we made. Yeah, he legitimately <laughs> said, I actually have it here. Ron Watkins, major and... QAnon booster, who some suspected of being Q himself, post, uh, posted a note of resignation on his Telegram channel. And his uh, quote, we have what a new president sworn in, and it is our responsibility as citizens to respect the Constitution. As we enter into the next administration, please remember all the friends and happy memories we made together over the past few years. What a piece of shit trying Literally to act the like friends it wasn't... we made along the way. Yeah. Right. But also now to be like, let's let's respect the Constitution. I don't want any liability here. The words I'm saying is play nice now, even though we were fucking gassing y'all up on this bullshit mm -hmm. i love how also in that the screen grab you have from that q forum where someone was like 
to any and all federal agents browsing this website, every post I have ever made is satire. <laughs> yep. <laughs> They're doing that. Everyone's They're doing adding that thing. like brackets on Retro. Minecraft. You yeah. may not use my posts to incriminate me. Uh, not like fair. A- not fair. I am sovereign. Oh. There's See, just that's one an example section. of when you get a little too let's get loud and then let's things get, get bad. Loud. <laughs> that was cute. Okay, that getting, let's get loud. Uh, there's, a, there's one section I just want to read word for word. Well, I'm the official laughing stock of my family now. Awesome. And then someone, <laughs> this is embarrassing. Uh, here come all excuses now. And then somebody uh, was responding to a comment. So where is the shock and awe question mark? And I guess this was like at 1130 and this person responded. Q also said noon exclamation point. I will start kicking people, kicking people for their attitudes. We are patriots. You stand here and hold the line with us or you can leave your choice. Uh, And noon came and went and wet fart. He was not heard from. Um, Uh, Let's (laughs) the final one. in that is OMG. None of this was real. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, and, you I know what though? It. If if you have somebody that is willing to own up that they they came this far and it didn't happen, um, you know, maybe just be like, okay, so do you want to talk about how uh, you want to make amends now? That's yeah. the thing I'm trying to figure out, right? Because if yeah. clearly there are people who are like truly are like, what the fuck? Right. I played myself. Mm-hmm. I there I feel like there has to be a way to like you want to capitalize on that energy to try and get people to return to the information age on some yeah. level. Uh but I, Jesus, I I do want to just play this one thing of this QAnon guy who's so disappointed at noon, uh, who is posting and just like, come on, guys, like let's let's just let's, let's stay together. Well, Patriots, we're all probably doing the same thing watching this inauguration. You know, we've been told to watch it carefully because a lot of it could be nonsense, fake, um, you know, only time will tell, but you know, Simon, Scott McKay, they've all told us that this thing has to go all the way through for it to be completed. The inauguration before Trump makes a move. So I think we're all sitting here waiting, um, waiting for something to happen. I don't think this is over yet, fellas, guys, and girls. Oh, be safe. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Thank oh, you for you being go. inclusive. <laughs> Thank you for being inclusive. What about the non non-binary Q people? No. Okay, just making sure we're we're <laughs> Q stands on that. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah. But wow, they yeah they were really the goalposts were shifting and like there were some other like people on Twitter who were monitoring it in real time, showing that there like there was a there was like a very distinct moment at noon where a couple people tried to push the goalposts even further and people were like, no, fuck oh, this. And like, right. they just started devouring the fucking, like the threads and be like, this is horseshit. Don't worry about it. <laughs> He's just running late. Military yeah. precision, my ass. I do wonder like if there's, they're like, there's a clear need to like do some mass de-radicalization, uh, especially for people who are newly, um, saying like, holy shit, everything that I have been like burning every bridge in my life and giving in to every prejudice I've ever had was based on this gigantic lie. And it's like, I mean, it's not it's not I, I, I wonder if there will be some sort of figure or I, 
ideology that emerges that is actually helpful in de-radicalizing? I don't I don't know. It's so like right. what what is going to what are which direction are, are these people going to go? Right. There does yeah. seem like some of the institutions are losing momentum, like even Fox News is now like it's always way out in front first in the ratings and now it's lagging it's third ever since the election i think just the fact that they don't have a coherent truth they can kind of rally behind like mm -hmm. their uh the news part of their reporting like the stuff that happens during the day just now completely contradicts the stuff that they're saying at night um Tucker Carlson is usually way out front, number one in the ratings. He's now like fourth. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, the, you're, you're seeing even like polling shift around about 20% of Republicans say they approve of conviction in the latest poll, uh, conviction of Donald Trump in the, uh, in the Senate, which is an increase from 14% of Republicans saying that, uh, just like a week before and that's that's you know the the fact that it's moving in that direction as we get further away from the event is i think somewhat significant right yeah yeah i mean it you'd hope and that's probably like the self-preservation mechanism of a lot of these fucking ghouls who are just absolute right monsters the last couple of years being like okay i'm gonna lean hard into this thing and then maybe that will absolve me or at least people will weigh that against you know the all the dumb shit i did because like we have this weird thing in america too where like you could have a lifetime of being racist but you could be like no you know what i think black lives matter and suddenly it's if it completely erased your history or like how you've spoken about things, not that people can change, but there's a very cynical way of like trying to suddenly be like, no, I'm on this side to try and appear like you have been correct. And I, maybe right. there's that. And maybe we just benefit from that, that they just, they so badly want to hide their own sins that they, they're just like, fuck it. I'll vote for impeachment. Yeah. Um, but then yeah. we will continue to pretend. I'm sure a lot of people will continue to pretend or treat those, their fellow senators, Congress people like, Oh, that was so great of you to do that, even though like you rah rah the insurrection and we almost yeah. all got got. Right. That's I mean, and that's what's so infuriating about the unity message that's being uh, made literally two weeks after a violent insurrection. Like <laughs> fuck off, you know, right, like right. fuck off. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's never not gonna be fucking infuriating. Guys, hug this weed whacker that's on. Hold it real <laughs> close to your face. Kiss it. Right. Kiss the weed whacker. Unity with it. No, it's fucked. I, no, like turn it off or take the gas out, and then maybe we can talk. Right. Yeah. It's it's so frustrating, and it's like, and I, it's so frustrating to have like people in your life who are like, why aren't like, come on, let's all let's all hold hands. Like it's gonna be fine. It's like that. That's not. That's right. not two weeks later language. Period. Like. Mm. Oik oif. Um, yeah, I need to I need to check in with my family member who went Q and stopped talking to all of us. I wonder how she's doing today. Yeah, um, I mean, there were a few pe text. people who are like on like extremism Twitter and they're like, you know, if if someone reaches out to you who went Q and tries to come back, like try maybe make it if, if it feels sincere, maybe you have a chance at it. But you never right. know. But it's like it's weird right. now that we're also finding, you know, trying to find 
like our empathy for these people who were completely lied to, but the, but the fallout of their misinformation diet was translating into direct violence. It's, it's all like a very fucking weird. It feels like a fucking comic book or like, like a Damon Lindelof show where like, we're having to now (laughs) deal with all these people who are like wearing white all the time and not talking and smoking cigarettes. I'm like, okay, Hey, um, you done black pilling for a second. Can you, let's be happy. I don't know who, how do we, how do I do this? It's hard. Yeah. It's, it's hard because you you it's it's like it feels like basically impossible to it's it seems like okay maybe i'm off here but just the way even the tone of like the embarrassing messages on those forums is like oh we were wrong so like sorry our bad forgive us right away and it's like that can't be how it goes uh (laughs) but then like how do you access your empathy to like get they but it's like it's it i don't know just the expectation of like oh whoopsies i have been part of a violent death cult for four years and saying the most fucked up shit you can imagine and believing it and now whoops i'm sorry so you have to forgive me right away uh or i said it was wrong like yeah yeah it just feels like i don't know just like forgive me i'm gonna fucking kill you whoa yeah kind of like i i i don't know i don't know yeah, I guess it's early we'll doors still. It. It's early it's, doors. It's only fucking I day plus one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. well, it's, guaranteed I think, everyone's feelings are going to change on it. But yeah, yep. I mean, I just think of how much things have shifted since the sixth of like my, our yeah. understanding of everything. Like, what the fuck to like, oh, my God, to, uh, <laughs> uh, disgusting. <laughs> this is so fucked and putrid. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, you can you see a lot of journalists on Twitter right now who are like, uh, if you've got Q relatives uh, and you've checked in on them, hit me up. I'm trying to write an article on this right now. Mm-hmm. So I think that's like every journalist is trying to dive yeah. into that. New York that Times story. wants to go to a Q diner to check in with all the Trump supporters. <laughs> Can't wait for that episode of The Daily. Yeah. <laughs> we went to a Q diner. It's like, just or just don't. And um, they had some interesting thoughts. Like don't, play, and, uh, don't air I think them. They had some pretty good ideas. They just wanted um, better, efficient government. And it okay. turns out that they're actually really sorry. Yes, very sorry. Be sorry. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back, and in the theme of dealing with having stepped in shit and trying to you know, clean it off. We come to the story of Army Hammer, who has been uh, in the headlines. You know, there's a lot of sensationalist headlines about uh, him being a cannibal. And uh, but it also seems like the more you dig into it, uh, the more it's a story of just a straight up abuser. Um, And so we are joined by super producer Anna Hosnier, who's been Digging into this, uh, and yeah, Anna, welcome, first of all. Hi, thanks for having me. Great to have you here. I say that as if I'm not always just sitting here. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> Rolling your eyes, turning your camera well, and going, oh. First time, long time. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, this is one that we, you know, first it first started hitting, was trending on social media a, a while back, but we wanted to do some research, figure out what exactly was happening um, and it was something that popped up for you because you were already following uh, the the woman who came forward with 
the uh, screen caps, right? Of her. Oh, no. So I was following Army Hammer on Instagram and, you know, I started to see all this stuff come out about him on Twitter uh, where people were saying, you know, he's a cannibal and whatnot. And I was like, what? Like, what a what a weird thing to be accused of. So I was like, I'm going to. I'm going to look into it. I, I was I was genuinely curious. I was like, is this person a cannibal? Like, what? He seems so, and I hate to say it, he, se- he seems very bland to me, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly when I started following him on Instagram, just at some point. Um, and so I was like, I'm, I, I want to know more, and I want to understand why all these people are talking about this. So I went deep. I went very deep. I went so deep that I, I there were a few nights I struggled to sleep because of how much I read into this. Because yeah. at first it, it comes off as this like joke on Twitter of like, ha ha, he's a cannibal. He can eat me. Like all this stuff of like, he's so hot. I have no problem with that. And it's right. like, okay, you know, there is always some baseline that this is this is working from. So like, mm-hmm. I was like, I need to understand that further. And I need to understand like, are these jokes appropriate? Like, I, I truly didn't know how I felt about them. You know, I, I started looking further at the screenshots. I looked more at the hashtags of his name on Twitter and on Instagram. And that took me to this woman's Twitter at House of Effie. Effie is E-F-F-I-E. So House of Effie. I recommend following her yourself if you need to also go down this hole. It is very dark. Mm-hmm. Let me just warn you beforehand. And so I started following her and she is the original person who accused him of not necessarily like being a cannibal. That was just what he called himself in a screenshot. He at one point wrote, I'm 100% a cannibal. But she's the first one who accused him of basically creating an environment that led to her abuse by him. So she came out. She was, of course, attacked by people who um, follow and support him by like posting screenshots saying that she's lying and all this stuff that she admitted to lying. But I guess there was just a lot of like Photoshop work done to attack her further for coming out to talk about this abuse. But if you go and follow her on Instagram, which I did to further kind of understand what was happening. And, you know, I I have a my first instinct. You have to believe the women like I'm yeah. sorry. You know, you might see this person that you thought has been so bland your whole life and just like an actor who does interesting roles. But I feel like now more than ever, we've learned people are not who they appear to be. And I'm not going to diagnose him. I don't know what's going on with him. He does seem to have a lack of care of the situation. Like he has come out and um, called all these accusations bullshit. But it appears that Army Hammer has a um he's into a kink known as cnc which is consensual non-consent and Mm. so he likes to engage in you know dom submissive uh relationships with women who um i believe at the time are consenting to be in a relationship with him because he is who he is and he is very charming and that unfortunately led to a bunch of women Um, being manipulated, gaslit, and abused by him. And I know I'm not saying, I'm not not kink shaming. CNC play, it's also known as rape play. If if both parties are consenting to this, 
There is nothing wrong with that. That is their business. It's not our business to judge them for having this uh, kink that they like to take part in. It is what it is. Yeah. People enjoy certain things and they get off on certain things. And situations like this, too, it like ends up harming those entire communities and attaching yeah. like further stigma to kink communities for people who are like doing it safely and with consent and not on right. this fucking power trip. Right. So the problem with Army Hammer uh, that we learn in this screen in these screenshots is he does not use safe words, which I read further is if someone asks you to take part in something like this, this sort of kink and does not allow you to have a safe word. Huge red flag because you need to be able to protect yourself and you need your boundaries set. It can lead to places that you can get hurt. You have to be able to say no and have the other person hear you. So he does yeah. not work with safe words. He also did not provide much aftercare for these women. And, you know, I'm going to get a little graphic. This included putting a belt around their neck and clasping it, you know, cutting them with knives and sucking their blood, like very cannibalistic things that have been, you know, like dropped out because of like, the media loves to pick these little nuggets. Like one of his uh, ex-girlfriends, she's an app founder, the Flash D app. I'm not really that familiar with the app. Courtney Vusikovich. She came out and talked to Page Six about her relationship with Army Hammer um, and how it basically led her having to go into a program uh, for PTSD and trauma after dating him because it was just a, such an unhealthy, toxic relationship. The headline of her article said that he wanted to barbecue and eat me. That's missing the point. Like right, there right. was serious abuse going on and that's what the mainstream media picked up, you know? So like yeah. th- a lot of that is happening and we need to really focus in on the actual abuse, the gaslighting, the manipulation, um, the lack of care for these women that he's engaging in this CNC play with. And House of Effie is the one who kind of, she came out and kind of spearheaded this conversation, but many women have reached out to her and she's posted a lot of anonymous screenshots of other women. So it looks like there is a giant group of women, most of them who are too afraid to come out due to the fact that there is, you know, an a power dynamic of Army Hammer being an actor and having power and having a group of people working for him to try and silence these accusations. Mm-hmm. So... If you don't take our word for it because you're like, I don't know, he seems this, this or that, I don't know, you know, like, go, go look at it yourself. Like, when there are hundreds of screenshots telling you this person is abusing these women, I mean, I I don't know, like, to me, it's pretty clear cut, like, this man is an abuser. He's a serial abuser. There's many women have come forward. A lot of them have spoken out about the trauma they experienced and the fact that they would have to go to the ER to deal with certain situations that he put them in. Yeah. And the fact that he only commented on one thing, which is this is bullshit. I will not take these accusations seriously. Like, I don't and know. Then, I, and then now it's like the the. um the narrative is kind of coming back around to him giving this half-assed apology. And it seems like yeah. the only thing he's really going to be taken to account for is dropping out of a fucking rom-com. Like yeah. right, it's yeah. even, I, I especially, I, I find the, yeah, the media angles that this has taken to be ridiculous, like as frustrating as it is to see the, the cannibal memes and all this shit. It's like, it's because of the headlines that are being written. Yeah. Like no one is reading these entire stories. And the fact that you are pulling out the most shocking thing about it and ignoring the fact that this is like not funny. This is, and, and I think that Army Hammer benefits 
from people yeah, doing absolutely. that, from people making it like, what a weird guy. Why would you do yeah. this? Instead yeah, the, of saying like Army Hammer has been credibly accused of uh, horrific abuse. Like it's yeah, just all so the headlines that you read, even when you Google his name is always just like, and those Nothing. horrific DMs. It's like, yeah. that's where they just sort of isolate that. It's like, uh oh, he's on the loose with the DMs. And right. yeah, completely. Now, I don't know if that's the the strength of coming from a, you know, dynastic, wealthy family, although I don't know. He, has, he doesn't have access to that money anymore. But like or that machine of just like because it's almost like you like what you're saying. You look at him and we have this media fed like idea that like the blonde haired, blue eyed white man is mm -hmm. virtuous. And mm. like there's a lot of hurdles to get over to be like that guy is actually just uh, just uh, um, perpetrating heinous abuse. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know what I don't know what it's going to take for the conversation to change. It's like, almost like the move. cannibal thing is working on the same level he was working on to like kind of smokescreen his abuse where like the idea of kink and BDSM is a screen. And that's like the, the story focuses on the cannibalism and not the fact that women who were in relationships with him said they were abu abusive relationships. And like, that's kind of how he was working where he was like, no, nah, I'm just like a kinky guy who is into these like very specific types of arrangements. And it's like, no, that's how you are screening probably from yourself and from others. The fact that you're an abuser. Like it, this GQ mm -hmm. headline sums up the inability of like men to hold each other accountable. I mean, assuming, you know, it's gentlemen's quarterly, but like the headline is army hammer cannibalism allegations. How common is a cannibalism fetish? Right. Which is like, like so beside and the yeah. point. It's still such a thing where it's the way that these stories, like I, I, I it, it's going back to what you're saying. And it's just like, who, who are we believing and why are we believing them versus why aren't we believing other victims? And yeah. what does that say about like where we're at in terms of actually believing victims of abuse? And it seems like part of the reason no one was believing um, House of Effie at the fir at, at first is because she didn't have any power and no one knew who yeah. she was. And so it was very easy, especially when it's someone who doesn't have a ton of clout and power that seems to be one of the only ways to really get your story out in a meaningful way and i find that so fucking bleak because it's yeah. like here are a ton of women who have credible you know accusations against this guy but none of them are you know have a ton of power and and you always see these kind of contrarians being like well then why didn't they like bring it to the media why like yeah. for all we know they fucking did it is yeah. so hard to get stories like that reported there are so many stories about famous men that have almost gotten reported and then they get pulled at the last second for mm -hmm. whatever fucking reason. And I, I feel like especially after like it was so upsetting, but also um, I don't, when when FKA Twigs came out against Shia LaBeouf like mm -hmm. last month, that was a huge thing. And yeah. and and I, I think it certainly helped that she had some power in that situation she she you know people listen to what she say because she has a certain amount of clout and she has a certain amount of people who are going to listen to what she has to say but i don't think that that is always extended to just normal people who are like so often 
the victims of abuse. I just fucking hate it, man. Like, right. if you ever yeah. have the thought in your head, like, why didn't they just bring it to the media? It's because it's fucking impossible. It's literally yeah. fucking impossible. As someone who has tried time and time again to get stories like this broken, it is, it's, it's a miracle when it actually happens. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It is. So, also another big thing is, like, when people say, well, why didn't they leave? Why didn't they stop? It's not simple like that. Yeah. Y- you're, you're talking about a person who preyed on also younger, more vulnerable people. Like, when you're stuck in this sort of toxic relationship, it's not, like, it's not easy. There, there's nothing easy about it. It's not so black and white. Like, you can't just be like, I don't know, that made me uncomfortable. I'm out. Some people might be able to, but some people cannot. So you have to respect that they're in their own position trying to figure something out. And it looked like it took House of Iffy years to come out about this, years to try and discuss this. And I think a lot of the women still feel like they can't come out about it because they're so scared because the power dynamics are so unbalanced. Like you can't, I don't know, you can't blame these people for, you know, not being able to get out of a toxic situation on top of them. You can't, on top of that, you can't blame them for not being able to come forward sooner the second it happened. You know, it's just, you're, you're put in an impossible situation and it takes a lot of strength to put yourself forward like House of Effie did. Um, we don't know this woman, like we don't know her name exactly. Like she is keeping herself private for a reason while at the same time being followed by almost 70,000 people. And yet this is still not mainstream news. 70,000 people are reading what she's writing and following her and yet still not mainstream news. It's just all about how like he's got a fetish. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it just like, I mean, these headlines, I feel like just say everything about like, well, is this, you know, I, I hope that this story continues to get, like, actually responsibly covered. But so far, there's just fucking nothing. Yeah. I think it's, you know, we have these sort of inabilities to describe things as they are. We have a media apparatus that isn't equipped to talk about consent, to talk about abuse, to talk about white supremacy, to talk about a lot of these things. So, like, it ends up and it's like, oh, some charged language from the president because right. you don't you don't have the actual critical thinking or the experience to like look at it and say, oh, no, this is I need to describe this as it is rather than like mm-hmm. euphemistically, because there's a pattern, I guess, in the culture of like reporting on these things in this country to be very euphemistic. And yeah, like it's the like the balance of headlines that are actually you can tell they're trying to indicate like there are elements of uh, abuse allegations in this story that actually need to be looked at and ones that are like whoa, like wild man army hammer admits to secret Instagram account. That's from two days ago. You know what I mean? And it's weird because this, a lot of these are also coming from like the tabloids who like were loving him Mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, look at him. He's like, blah, blah, blah. We love picturesque family that you can tell like they're, it's like they're having trouble putting this person down or like understanding how severe the situation is versus just pivoting to like, the easy headline that sort of ignores how serious something is. Yeah. And I also just want to say to me, like the most telling thing is just kind of the lack of shame coming from him. Like he, all these screenshots we're looking at, they're from his verified Instagram account. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He doesn't care. Like he's, I don't know what his situation is. Again, I'm not going to diagnose this guy. I'm just saying like his actions are also, very telling to me like he's just kind of acting like well shit and to me it's like okay if i was accused 
of abusing someone. And I, look, who knows how, how I'd react, but I would react. I don't know. Like, to me, it yeah. feels like I don't know what this guy's deal is, but it feels so flippant the way he's acting about it. And that's like, and I'm truly going off what I've read in the tabloids of how people have been seeing him acting. So I don't, again, I don't know anything. But like, to me, it's like, that's, that's not good. We shouldn't have someone who's so like, that's a scary thing. Like, that's a scary person to be out on the streets, like to me, in my opinion, because like, it makes me incredibly uncomfortable. Again, like I told you, when I first dived deep into this, it fucked me up. You, you just, you, you feel like you just never know who people are. And this situation just has scared me in a way of like, who are these people hiding in plain sight? And we should be more diligent in pointing out abuse like this because we need to protect people and we need to protect women who, again, women, we get murdered by men. Like, it's not even a joke. Like, this, we don't know what could have possibly happened between Army and these women. We don't know anything. There could be women who are so truly abused that cannot speak out. Like, I feel like this is... There's this is just like truly the tip of the iceberg in my eyes. Like, I hope more women can come out, but it's a dark place. And I just also want to point out when you are tweeting this kind of stuff of like, he can eat me like you are doing that in spite of these women who suffered abuse from him. So just think about that before you just call him a cannibal and try and laugh about it, because like. I, I can't even imagine what these women are going through and how like much of a meme this turned into like. Yeah. So I, sorry, I've been deep guys. And uh, I just want this to be taken seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also like a very harsh reminder that there, that there are only certain kinds of victims of abuse who are made space for in the media. And even that is new, like having space Mm -hmm. for victims of abuse at all. But this story just clearly indicates that, there is not, you know, there it's I feel like there's just still a lot of attention given to, quote unquote, the perfect victim. And yeah. there that's not how it works. That's not how the majority of abuse goes. And just like educate yourself on this shit, because this like this media narrative is helping literally just Army Hammer. His career yeah. should be fucking over. But yeah, all he had to do was drop out of a single movie like it's it's. If his career rebounds from this, I'm fucking jokerifying. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not. Yeah, okay. I mean that that also goes back to kind of one of the, like just the amount of incentive that is there for you know each each actor at this level is kind of their own like corporation that has like people whose entire job is to make sure they get that next role so they can get like. Uh, their next paycheck and so they're you know uh, I think one of the tweets was yeah and then he benefits from the most nepotism oh yeah person can benefit from right he is yeah he comes from generational wealth he comes from that whole like level of privilege and just removal from any sorts of consequences or the reality that the rest of us deal with um, he's a six four, like good looking guy. So he has that going like that against his ability to experience reality. Uh, mm-hmm. and then he has an entire, you know, uh, company of people around him who are working around the clock to make sure that he is marketable. So like, it's just the, the levels are 
incredible. Uh, and yeah, thank you, Anna, for uh, you know doing the research and coming on. Of course, I want to add one thing now. You know, after having watched Call Me By Your Name and really thinking about it in retrospect, it does come off as a movie that is about grooming and yeah. grooming a young man to be the like love interest of this older man. And I don't know, I, these things are not sitting right with me anymore now that the, I'm making all these connections. I don't like this. And I think we need to pay attention to that. And we need to pay attention to the work they're making and be like, well, what's going on here? Because like, I'm just saying we need to be asking questions. Even when you're Army Hammer, you don't just get away with it. There has to be a ton of complicitness going on around you um, in order for things to stay quiet this long. Like, it's, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's yeah, like those know. are so fucking depressing because you just, you know that y- y- there's just so many of these stories that literally cannot get out because of the systems that um, that kind of keep victims oppressed or keep them scared yeah yeah i mean who'd have thought the great grandson of a guy who is just blowing up the coal just making a bunch of coal pumping gas like friends with al gore's dad uh (laughs) like you know like leads to a culture where again it's like it's it there's like there's funnels for a lot of these people to end up like the way they are but like when you look at this you're like this just looked, you know, when there are people who walk around here thinking they c- they can do whatever the fuck they want. And they're, they're in environments yeah. where they see that there are very little consequences for their actions. And then it gets to places like this, too. And, and also, just like you're saying, Anna, there's also just a lack of uh, accountability with other people who are, again, don't want to rock the boat or whatever. But at the end of the yeah. day, what you're doing is you're putting someone else at risk just to save yourself the discomfort of saying what's right or, yeah. or actually protecting somebody. Yeah. yeah. They think yeah. they can get away with it. And for centuries they have literally. And like, even, I mean, especially with Luca, like I guarantee if he gets called out on this, which he probably won't, Mm-mm. he will say, I'm sorry, make a donation, call it a day and not change his behavior. Cause that's just right. how people fucking work. That's like, Every person who worked with Woody Allen in the last, you know, five to ten fucking years, if they get called out on it, they're like, oops, my bad. I'm so, oh, you noticed? I'm sorry. I'm going to give, you know, I'm going to give a thousand dollars to this place. And then, uh, you know, I I don't need yeah. to answer. And I don't need to think about this critically. The like, equivalent of, yeah, just being like, ah, you saw that, huh? It's <laughs> like you fucking knew when you worked right. with, you know, Woody Allen in 2017, you fucking shithead. Like, it just is so the the level of disingenuousness. It's not shocking, but it's just sometimes it's so flagrant. It's just yeah, yeah. Uh, Anna, where can people find you, follow you, hear you, all that good stuff? Um, I'm at Anna Hosnier uh, on Twitter. But again, if you want to um, learn more about what's going on, but it's very serious. Trigger warning: This is um, very mm-hmm. very dark subject matter. You can follow at house of effie that's e-f-f-i-e on instagram just request you will you will learn a lot about what's going on and uh yeah just you know remember to believe women okay just believe women yeah a lot happens behind closed doors and this the way we react to it is why people do or don't speak out to talk about their own abuse so it's very important to give space and I, I know it sounds like very therapy talk, but it is. We have to give space for these kind of things. It's not therapy. It's just like what we need people, to do societally. Yeah, we need people to, to feel comfortable to, to speak out. 
about their abuse. So, but also Thanks. therapy for society too. You know? Yes, we do need therapy. <laughs> like, so yeah, I guess all the same thing. Yeah. Jamie, where can people find you and follow you? Uh, you can find me on twitter.com at Jamie Loftus Help, Instagram, Jamie Christ Superstar, and listen to Lalia podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, where, uh, is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Yeah, there are two inauguration tweets that I liked. The first one was Julio Torres, who's, who said, uh, he's quoting Amy Klobuchar. Uh, well, that was great. Amy Klobuchar right after JLo saying, uh, <laughs> which, which it did fully happen. And then this one, this is hard to describe, but it's okay. This is from at Sarah Kaplan, 48. Uh, and it's a picture of her cat uh, as J-Lo saying, let's get loud. And the cat wakes up <laughs> like, like yeah, eyes like, wide open. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, let's get loud. Really, uh, you know, it, it, sustained, it really sustained me. Yeah. And let's get loud, everybody. I mean, uh, yes. On. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. it is. It's powerful. Whatever There's that power. means to you. Yeah. Let's get loud. Oh, I love a vague platitude. Anyways, mm. those are my tweets. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? What's tweet you've been enjoying? Twitter, Instagram, at Miles of Gray. Uh, also, 420 Day Fiance for some 90 day talk. Some tweets that I like. One is from the at QAnon Anonymous from the QAnon Anonymous podcast. They tweeted, I trusted the plan and all I got was this stupid feeling. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, you know, you hate to see it. Also, uh, another one is from at out from the zone. Uh, it's a picture because, you know, Lady Gaga and J-Lo like greeted the National Guard like on their way into the Capitol. Just, you know, to make nice and stuff like that. But there's this photo where like it's Lady Gaga like in her very like this cool white thing. It's not like her the dress she wore to sing. It's got some like white cape coat on standing upright. And there's like these soldiers like like right across from her. And the caption is find Britney Spears. Free her. <laughs> um, it just feels like this like they are like yes okay thank you lady gaga we will <laughs> i had I one mean, i had that same the picture first thing the national guard's done this year <laughs> right that i had that picture captioned by mike tag find madonna bring her to me oh wow <laughs> everyone so everyone's got a take on that one yeah yeah um uh, i'll just uh i liked brendan o'hare's tweet Biden finds left behind Baron Trump wandering the White House White House halls. Hey man. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. Or we lick off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what are we riding into this post-Trump oh, world man. upon? Not Just to put too much pressure. Time to roll up, you know? Roll Smoke up. that fucking op pack. Let them know. Goodbye. Good riddance. Rolled up your career. This track is called Rolled Up from mm. Benny Sings and Mac DeMarco. And it's just nice mm. and easy. Just put it on. Do whatever. Do what you do to relax. You know, rub your own feet. Rub your partner's feet. Uh, sip of something. But, yeah, just take a fucking deep breath, y'all. Uh, it was what an awful, awful period. And for those of y'all who got more focused on what is happening in our world Thank you. 
uh, because the more people that are doing that, the, it, it'll help ensure a better outcome for all people. So uh, take a deep breath and we'll keep on keeping on. Right? I'm going to Del Taco right oh, now. Oh, shit. What do you get? Yeah. Hey, go ex- are you going to go bold? I'm going to go extremely bold. Yeah, where they put of the fries course. in there? I'm going to, yeah. dare I say... I'm going to get loud at the Del Taco <laughs> That's all you're going to say. You're just going to get to the ordering window and say, uh, let's get loud. And they're just Oh, gonna, and they're like, say less, Got madam. it, sis. <laughs> say less. All right, pull up. <laughs> uh, all right, the Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you listen to your favorite shows, that's going to do it for this morning. We are back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Rolled up, tossed out, trying to understand why my life's not sound. Oh, I hold up, locked down, shut in, held down. There you are, right out of bed, the lucky child.